Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy, co-hosted by me, Zivi Owens, and Tracy Cox, who is the author of 17 books and an international sex expert. We are the duo behind the TikTok viral sensation account called With Zivi and Tracy, and you should definitely listen to this podcast in which I ask Tracy three anonymously sourced questions each episode, which you can also enter at www.sextalkwithzivian.com. Tracy.com and it's sex talk S E X T O K to reflect our TikTok viral success. I hope you enjoy. Enter your questions on our website, listen up, send it to friends, and please rate and review our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy. Hi, Tracy. How are you today? I think I'm a lot better than you, Zibby, with COVID second time round. I know. I can't believe it. It's so depressing. I can't believe it. I thought I was all better, but now I'm not. So I don't know. Anyway, I'm excited to take my mind off it with our fun conversation. Yes. And also big congratulations for the release of your children's book, Princess Charming, which is just getting such fantastic reviews and brilliant spots all around the place. So well done for that, honestly. I'm going to buy it, even though I don't have any children or no, even know any young children, but I'm going to buy it for myself and read Thank it. Thank you. You can buy it and then give it to a library in the neighborhood or give it yeah, to a Yeah, that's a good idea. Or, or, you know, just see if a kid passes by your front door in London somewhere, you know. Yeah, that won't be creepy, <laughs> will it? <laughs> How to get arrested. <laughs> you can anyway. actually, I could give one away on the show. Does anybody listening want a copy of Princess Charming? I would be happy to give it to you. I'll give one copy away if anybody wants to email us at you go on to sextalkpod.com, S E X T O K P O D, sextalkpod.com, and just enter and I'll pick one person randomly if more than one person enters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, on that note, everyone keeps emailing to say, where do I leave a review? So, where you leave a review is wherever you're watching the podcast. So, just go, if you you're watching it on Apple, go into Apple, just click on the reviews bit and it'll guide you through to how to lead a review. If you, I'm watching it on something else, just the reviews section, really, don't we mean on um, whatever platform you're watching the podcast on? That would be marvelous if you could yep. do that. People? Here in the US, we call it listening, but that's oh, okay. okay. But yeah, what did I call it? Watching. watching. Oh, yeah, God, of course you're listening. It's not here in the US, it's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what, what you say over there. <laughs> Anyway. No, of course it's listening. I always mix up those things. Right. Okay. Okay. So we have our three questions today. Okay. Question number one. When my husband and I met in our early 40s, we had a lot of sex that was fairly vanilla, but very passionate. Over time, the frequency has decreased. I don't like being the initiator, so there's not been much I can do to have sex more often other than be incredibly enthusiastic when he does want it. The problem is that over time, he's become more interested in anal sex than vaginal sex. Having Having things put in my butt does not arouse me at all. 
<laughs> but now it seems I can't believe I read these things. But now it seems to be all he wants and all he can get off on. I wonder if he's watching tons of anal porn and this has somehow taken over his erotic life. I don't want to discourage sex or demand he desires things he doesn't, but I desperately miss regular sex. How can I get him interested again? Do you want to do your take on this? or are you? No, I don't want to do my take on this. Go ahead. <laughs> you go. All right. Well, two things that really struck me in that email. Number one is how accommodating she is. Like, it's very much like, I don't want to discourage him. If this is his thing. I don't want to put him off having his thing. I don't want to make him do things he doesn't want to do, which is all terribly nice and coming from a lovely place. The other thing that really struck me is how passive she is. It's like, no matter what, whatever he gives her, she just puts up with. Like, he wants sex less, she has sex less and doesn't say anything, let, let alone what she wants. He wants to have only anal, they have only anal, even though that's not what she wants. Which So when did this all become about his needs and not your needs? That's what I'd like to know. Like, is it that he's always made it about himself or is it that you have made it all about that his needs trump your needs well and truly? Because this, before we even discuss the issue, this has got to change. You've got to learn to speak up. You're obviously not having any conversations about sex. And this other thing about, you know, I don't like to initiate. Well, why don't you like to initiate? What's going on there? And in fact, I've I've just written a story about initiating sex for something else. And one quarter of all women do not initiate sex on a regular basis. I mean, that is quite a shocking statistic, really. And I think it is because, um, well, I don't think they know it's because of this stereotype that men are the gatekeepers for sex and women are the ones that, you know, are, you know, they're pursuers, men are the pursuers, women, women are the ones that are meant to regulate their demands, et cetera, et cetera. The other thing, which also makes sense, is that when they did another study, they found that women who were more gregarious, more confident, more, you know, likely to speak up in other situations are much more likely to initiate sex. So, Maybe it's because she's shy, but I do find it's all, this is all a bit hit and miss, isn't it? It's like, well, I'm really enthusiastic when I have sex, so he must know that I want to have it more. Wouldn't it be a lot easier to just say to him, hey, can we have sex more frequently and say it out loud? I think this would probably be easier. And why don't you tell him that you don't want to have only anal sex and constant anal sex? Because, I mean, I think she's being overly generous in in indulging his stuff. Sibby's nodding away here. I agree. No, I I totally agree. I feel like she's not asserting her own needs at all. And there's, you know, she could do it in, like, really nice ways. She could be, you know, I feel like you're always saying to be really complimentary of the person and just be like, oh my gosh, like it was so amazing when we used to do this and like make Mm. him feel really good and say like, I miss this. Let's do this. That's exactly what she needs to do. Yeah. That really is exactly what she needs to do because, I mean, I I would say this is extremely unusual in a heterosexual relationship to have only anal sex and not vaginal. I don't know too many women who would put up with that or enjoy that because anal sex, when you do enjoy it, can be pleasurable. But I tell you what, if you don't, it can be mighty uncomfortable, painful, and just not enjoyable at all. And and I do, I'm hoping that once she does speak to her husband, that he will be utterly horrified at the fact that his wife hasn't said a word about that she doesn't like it, because if he's not, then that doesn't say too much about him, does it? I mean, and I agree with you. I think she needs to say to him, you know, look, 
I miss, you know, our sex is very dear to me. I really yeah. miss vaginal sex. And, you know, I, I get that you, the anal sex is your thing, but it doesn't arouse me as much as vaginal sex. Can we mix it up a bit? But what else I think might be going on? She said it might be because he's watching lots of anal porn. Oh, she, she's could, worried about it, yeah. Oh, she's worried that he might be doing that. Well, he might be. But the other thing that might be happening is that perhaps he need, he's needing more stimulation to keep his erection. Mm. And that's why he's going for the anal rather than the vagina, which is a lot tighter. And again, you don't know this because you don't talk about it. But if you did talk about it, you could also suggest other ways like, okay, well, you know, I can, a firm hand is always going to be firmer than the tightest vagina. So you could masturbate him. You could use a stroker to make it more intense. You could use different positions to make the vaginal canal tighter. There's so much that you can do about all that. Now, I just want to segue for one second because, because I think that's answered that question. We get loads of questions and it's really hard to answer them all. But there was another quick question about a woman wrote in and said, is anal sex messy and will it make me incontinent, anally incontinent if I keep having it too often? The quick answer is it can be messy, but not if you empty your bowels beforehand. She could also use what's called an anal douche, which is like a rubber bulb thing with a nozzle and you fill it <laughs> with warm water and or a, a certain liquid. I just suggest warm water and you basically flush yourself out. Now, if you do both of those things, it's very unlikely that he will, as she put it, which made me laugh, encounter her poo and use baby wipes. So, so basically in this scenario, you're hooking up with the person and they want to have anal sex and you're like, excuse me, I'm going to go to the bathroom now. First, I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then let me just, just hold on another like half an hour while I figure out how to do this. Well. <laughs> this this cleaning situation. And, <laughs> and then I'll be back to you. Like, let's just pick up where we left off. Well, the thing is, Zippy, <laughs> anal sex isn't something that you do spontaneously. It tends to be something that couples plan. And the longer letter said she is in a relationship and she's getting more adventurous as she's going on and wants to try it, but just wanted to check these two things. So it's not the sort of thing that you'd go, hi, and pick up someone at a bar and suddenly run back and have anal sex. I think it's more of a planned event. Really? For these I reasons, right? You think people are planning it? I don't know. Um, not all, but I do think a lot of people do, especially if you're nervous about the poo thing. In terms of the does it make you anally incontinent, do you know what? There's hardly any information about this. I went to all my usual good sources and there's hardly any information. The vast majority of it does say that it's, you know, most people who have anal sex do not have problems. But I would say, you know, just use lube, go slow. And if you are having any problems, stop. And that's what my advice would be. Okay. Amazing. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Whipping out the planner right now. Okay. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Question number two. My, <laughs> there should be like another color-coded. I have like 8,000 color-coded iCal calendars for like each child and each part of my business. <laughs> there should be this like anal. <laughs> you imagine if they had like an anal sex calendar? Okay, anyway. Oh, I'll stop. I'm delirious. Okay, my husband, question two. My husband and I have been together for over 20 years and recently we have been in a bit of a slump. He was a virgin before he met me and I was not. He recently told me that he's a bit envious that I had experienced before we got together. He only said it to me once, but I worry that he feels he's missed out. How can I help him through this? I trust him and know that cheating is not an issue. Interesting. I think that, first of all, a slump is normal after 20 years. I mean, it's really hard to be all peppy and buzzy, you know, for five years or 10 years, let alone 20 years. (laughs) (laughs) So I wouldn't be feeling too bad about that. But it's interesting that he's mentioned this during Mm -hmm. the slump, which does suggest that he probably is craving adventure and variety, and probably so are you. And the good news is you don't need to give him a leave pass to go out and sleep with other women to sort of recreate that newness. But the first thing that I would do, I don't know if you have talked, maybe you haven't. Sounds to me kind of like you haven't. But I would have a chat about it and just say to him, look, I really get why you would feel envious because I've had this experience and you haven't, and I'm really sorry about that. And if any of the experiences you did have, you know, I don't know how many people you did sleep with, weren't all that great, you might want to pass that on as well. Because, you know, sleeping around isn't, it's not all fun and games, is it? You know, it's, often it's bad sex because it's very selfish sex and you could have picked up STIs, you make some, lots of people feel bad after casual sex. So it's not all that he's, you know, it, anyway, he might not be talking about anal sex, he might have been... God, now anal sex. I mean, casual sex. Anal sex is head. <laughs> Sorry, I just assumed he meant casual sex, but he might have just meant a couple of other relationships before this one. So talk about it. And right, so ways to introduce variety. I don't know how adventurous you are, so I've started on a very mild end. The first thing would be to watch some sexy films together, watch porn together, you know, so at least it's feeling like he's, you know, having sex with other people. But the obvious one here, and it's going to be the yuck or okay, is foreplay. Is because, I mean, this is a traditional foreplay situation. If you go all out, dress differently, put on a wig, become a different persona, be the stranger in the bar. If you think you could carry that off, I reckon this could really work in this scenario. This is why you're the sex expert, because that never occurred to me. That (laughs) that would be a solution to this problem. I was thinking... Would she sort of let, in air quotes, would she let him experiment with other people? Would she be okay with that? Like, Mm. should he just go and sleep with some other people just to... God, would you be okay with that? No, but, you know, I'm not this woman. (laughs) Maybe she... Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's that's taking it right to the extreme. See, my next thing was going to say, oh, by the way, if she doesn't want to role play, she could whisper the fantasy to him as they're having sex. That could also be hot. Now, moving up the adventure ladder, to give him the buzz of feeling like he's at least around naked women, you could both go to a strip bar or a lap dancing club, right? So then... You know, yours isn't the only naked woman he's seen in the room. 
You could even get a private dance where he's she's dancing for him. You could be there or might not be there. If you liked that, you could go along to a sex event, like some sort of, you know, swingers club or, you know, just a party. There are plenty of these, by the way. And I'm not suggesting you participate unless you want to, but you can just go along and watch. And this is often, that could give him this sort of buzz like, oh, okay, I'm around other people having sex. It's it's almost the next best thing, isn't it? And plenty of people have gone along to something sexy like that and taken them right out of the sex slump. So, and then you could take it to the level that Zippy's suggesting, which is not suggesting it. I'm not saying, saying, okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like destroying <laughs> relationships all over the place. Zippy's saying, oh my gosh. You should give I'm him just a throwing off. it out there. I mean, I feel like that's kind of what she was asking. Like, should I let him? I don't know. I mean, I, sh- I know she's saying cheating's not an issue, but I don't mm. know. You know, he, right. how old it is. It is another thing, isn't it? It is a thing. Yeah. So you could either go with him and have these adventures. And and also, they don't even have to be extreme because, to be honest, what I think about this is there's so many ways that you can have, he can get that adventure and fun if he talks about, okay, so if you had had all these other relationships, what sort of things would you like to have done? Mm. Maybe there are things that they can do together. I mean, you could have sex outside, you could have sex in public, they could... It doesn't necessarily have to be with somebody else. And, I mean, they're 20 years in. This is the first time he's mentioned it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like it's eating him up inside, does it, yeah. to me? Yeah, he would have mentioned it before. Yeah. Not to mention you the fact so. that he was a virgin for however long, right? So, yeah. you know, you would say, perhaps he doesn't have such a strong libido. <laughs> <laughs> what, in that voice? <laughs> Yes, he probably doesn't have a very strong libido. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to thought, do I speak with a high voice? I would have thought so. No, I, I, I am not voice. good at. I'm not good at. I'm not good at doing that. But that's like the general twist. Just I hear your voice in other... my head. A strong libido. <laughs> I love it. I love how you talk. I could listen to it oh, all day. God, somebody told me I had a high voice, and I think of myself as having a low voice. It starts high and then dives down. Oh, God, that's an Australian I love thing, it. isn't it? Oh, is oh, it? God, no, no, no. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Even well, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I'm curious if she feels like she loves him so much, she's willing to have him go out and, and have some sex with other people just to like get it out of his system because you only live once type of thing. So, if she is going to do that, I would say make it a sex worker, not mm-hmm. a friend, not somebody, not go on a website and meet somebody because then at least you have some control yeah, right. where it's you're just right. sex. And not going to develop into a relationship. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, there you go, lady. Okay, question (laughs) number three. Sadly for my wife, I've started to snore as I age. This means she has badly disturbed nights. We are lucky we have a solution, a spare room. I do sleep there every now and then to give her a break, but my snoring is so bad, I fear I might have to move into the spare room permanently. If I do this, is it the start of a slippery slope? Might our really great relationship start to suffer? We have a good sex life, usually enjoying it in the mornings, so I can readily slip back into the marital bed for a romp or even invite my wife round to mine. Do you think it's a problem? No, I absolutely don't think it's a problem at all. And I think the problem would be your wife having to sleep with you snoring all the time because I don't have you had experience with sleeping with a snorer, Zippy? I'm not I'm not talking about Okay, that. all right, all right. I thought that was, I mean, that was, seriously, that's you just innocent. keep hacking away. It doesn't matter. It's like nothing. <laughs> oh my god. I have had experience with a snorer. Many snorers. Oh god, that sounds like I've slept around. God forbid. But and, and all it does is just makes you so 
angry at the person the next day. It's not their fault, but you're so angry and resentful because they're all like, hello, darling, if you had a great night's sleep. And it's like, no, but you did because (laughs) I've been up all night because of you snoring. It causes huge rows. It's really, really bad. And this is why 25% of couples, a quarter of all couples in the US, Australia, or pretty much every survey of Western country, couples sleep in separate beds. So it's quite no way. That's right. Yeah, quarter of all people. What? Now I didn't. I'm shocked. I I thought, I'm yeah, shocked. I was quite shocked. But I did. I looked up US research. I looked up Australian research. Looked up UK research. They were all pretty much the same. And nine out of ten people said snoring. It's because of snoring. Mm. And. I don't like you won't give away whether you've ever slept with a snorer, but I completely get him. I mean, seriously, if Miles, my husband, he does snore on occasion, but he doesn't snore that much all the time. If he did it all the time, I would move into the spare room or he would move into it. I have a solution for this too. There is apparently a new app that I saw on Instagram where Mm. for a snorer and it records how many hours they snore in a night and also records the actual snoring so that the snorer can finally hear what it's like for mm. the other person. Yeah, good idea. No, I would they recommend never, that. They never, yeah, they never, they never believe it. They never yeah. do. But it's actually called, anyway, this whole sleeping in other beds is actually has a name and it's called sleep divorce. Oh, that's sad. I know. And I think it is sad because it shouldn't be called sleep divorce because we think we sleep together, you know, like romantically, we want to say, oh, yes, of course, I have the best sleep with my partner and it makes you feel all nice and secure. But in fact, every test that they've done where they scientifically and objectively measure sleep, people sleep worse with their partner than they do on their own, right? So our social brain says, oh, I want the closeness and security. But in fact, it is at the cost of your own sleep. So the fact that you're going to be sleeping separately will probably be great for your relationship because you'll both get much better sleep. And sleep deprivation is, you would know all about this with kids, Ibi, is far, far worse for your relationship than sleeping in separate beds. Because what sleep deprivation does, it increases negative emotions, it increases conflict. Everybody knows if you've had a rubbish night's sleep, who's in a good mood? No one's in a good mood. So in fact, this will help your relationship, not damage it. And we, we talked about this last week, actually, that there's lots of new research that shows lack of sleep equals low libido in women. Not so much for men, but definitely for women. So there are many reasons why you're doing the right thing here. It also enhances sex because it stops that convenient sex. You know, that sort of like, well, we're here, we've both got no clothes on, it's Saturday, we haven't done it for a while, we better have sex, which is generally boring. It makes sex a special event. And also, I mean, so long as you make sex a priority, I honestly can't see any problem with this. And the way the guy's written the email, I love the fact, oh, I'm, she's going to jump in and we're going to have a morning romp. You know, yes. That sounds fantastic. And I also love the idea of him inviting her mm-hmm. into his bed because that almost sounds, doesn't it? It already sounds like a special occasion. And especially if he does, you know, bubble bath with bubbles and maybe try something new or gives her a massage or they try a new sex toy or something like that. So, if anything, I think this is going to help. The other thing I would say, though, is up the affection generally. Like, absolutely snuggle on the sofa, kiss more, hold hands, be very conscious of lots mm-hmm. of touching, physical touching outside of bed. And then I would just relax and both have lovely sleeps and don't worry about it. That's great advice. Is that looking 
Are you looking but, like, God, maybe no, I could. <laughs> I think it's great advice. I think it's really good advice. Yeah. Per usual. And I, I know a couple of couples but, um, who sleep in separate rooms, but I tell you what, lots of people won't tell other people. Hmm. That's why it's lower than it actually it, or seems lower because no one talks about it because they think that people are going to judge them for it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to subtly ask people I know if they, if they are hiding this fact about them. But anyway. They will okay. Be. What is your sex challenge of the week? Okay, my sex challenge of the week is for people. I was thinking about this, like, because we get lots of stuff like we're in a slum, how do I reset our sex life? So, and one of the solutions is to have sex every single day for a week. No excuses, that whole Nike, just do it, just do it, okay? <laughs> right? And what this does, it can do a reset on the relationship. It oh my gosh, just, wait, maybe we what? should, actually it would be plagiarism. <laughs> I was going to say we should make a t-shirt that says just do it with our logo on it. <laughs> yeah, we anyway, should. we can't do that. We can't, yeah, obviously. No, probably can't not. But anyway, no, that was fun. Think of a way. I, like the, I like the idea of the t-shirt with our logo for your merchandise shop. Yes, yes, I can You have a mug. Where do I get the mug? On the, on the shop. Oh, can it's, I? Do you, do you ship to the UK, though? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I have no idea. It's I a web. I know that. Truly. I should know that. I bet we do. It's on Bonfire. And Is it right? Is it? I should know this. It's, so you it's can a, have a So if you go to Bonfire mug. and you look up Zibby or Zibby Books or whatever, you'll find our show. Yeah. You might even be able to look it up by, by Sex Talk. Okay. The, have a look while we're doing this. So anyway, okay. going back to the having sex every day for a week, it really does because... As we've talked about all the time, sex sets off serotonin, oxytocin, dopamine, all of which make us feel excited by our partners and bonded to our partner. And it's a good challenge, and humans like challenges. So definitely do that. Seven days, no excuses, next week. She's um, still looking Okay, around. I found it. I see our store, but that's that. I can't find our mug, and so I can't find the right link. Hold on. Sorry. I think so it's, it's Bonfire. Well, I don't know. Just go to Bonfire, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, and or just Google Bonfire or Zibby Books or Bonfire Zibby Owens or I don't know. You'll find Something. it. I'll put, you know what? I'll put it in the show notes. How about that? In yeah, the, put it in the show notes. And also put in the show notes where people can vote for us because we've had lots of people saying- I think it's many, over now. Oh, is that? Okay. All right. And some other show was way ahead of us anyway, wasn't it? It was like- I haven't even, I haven't been able to promote our webbies this time very much. Oh, well, never mind. But put it in the show notes about the merchandise and also that we'd love people to leave reviews on whatever podcast platform yes. they are on. Yes. Well, you've done very well, Zivi. Honestly. Peppy, lovely, even though you're sick and- Thank you. Got COVID yet again. Please don't let me get COVID because I leave to go to Australia in about a week and I haven't had it yet. And I just, um, you know, that's what's going to happen, don't you? Anyway, I'm, I don't I'm think I'm going to try it. not to give it to you through these airways. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> don't I get to too keep close. my distance. Yeah, keep your distance. Back away from the microphone. <laughs> okay, I am. Okay. All right. All thanks, Tracy. Right. Okay, next okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk with Zivi and Tracy. If you want more from Tracy, she has a column on Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. So check that out too. Thanks again. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.